step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. It is November 20th, 2016, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host extraordinaire, Sifu Robert Deal. Sifu Bob, how you doing today? It's Sunday Brunch Show. Yay! Yes! <laughs> yes! Forever since we had a Sunday Brunch Show. I know, it has been forever. I mean, if it wasn't that, you know, we were doing uh, tournaments or events or... Halls of Fame or anything like that, you know, it's, it's been something else. And it, it has been forever since we've had a Sunday brunch show. And we are also joined by a special guest co-host. So please help me welcome Kumu Michelle Manu. How you doing, Michelle? Hi, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, doing fine. It was a long night last night celebrating Leo Fong's day. So that was really yeah. nice. Nice to see everyone. Yeah. How are you? Very cool. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. See, you know, sometimes I wish that I had like a little timeshare down there in Burbank or LA just so I can, you know, just so I can come to all these cool events, but I'm stuck up here in in Seattle. <laughs> I wish you did too. I think we should look into purchasing a, a piece of real estate together. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? Cool. right on. Well, listeners, stay tuned because after our first segment, we are going to be talking about, I guess, what I would call uh, women-on-women bullying. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why we're bringing this up is that, you know, it, it happens more often than not. And sometimes, you know, the guys out there tend to kind of look at it um, kind of like, you know, catty behavior, like, you know, kind of like, oh, she's wearing the same dress I am, rah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, it, you know, and, and sometimes, sometimes it, it goes, uh, it goes beyond that. And, uh, you know, with two women on this panel and one guy, Bob, I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation. Um, so if anyone wants to call us later, um, give us a call at 347 677 0699 because this doesn't uh this doesn't only happen in um just regular life it happens like in martial arts as well and i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure bob can share you know stories about bullying in martial arts with the guys and stuff like that and uh, michelle and i and anyone else that wants to call can share their their takes and stories and stuff like that as well so again our phone number is 347-677-0699 
1-800-273-8199. Now, before we get into the first segment of our show, um, we're just going to uh, take a look at everybody's week so far like we normally do. So, Bob, how was your week? Mine, mine was uh, actually really good. You know, it was raining in L.A. today, but typical L.A. rain, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Uh, <laughs> found out last night, and I can't tell you who it is okay. because they haven't told their mother yet. One of our uh, good yeah. friends is <laughs> pregnant that was due to get married, and now they're going to postpone the wedding until after the baby's born. So, Yay! I got to give, I, considering that, that me and Bob know who it is, I'm going to go ahead and give a cheer. Here. <laughs> Yay! All right. Yay. <laughs> Go on, and, Bob. You know, she's saying, well, you know, she hasn't told her mother, and I'm like, your mother's not stupid. I think she's going to notice that you're going to get heavier and bigger. Right. Yes. And, and she says, well, I'm just waiting for the right time. And then I find out that she lives with her mother. So every <laughs> time they see each other, she's like cheating her, her profile or she's trying to suck it in. That's one bump that you just can't suck in. No, no. And there, there's there's going to be a point where, you know, <laughs> there's going to be a point where she's going to show and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but congrats. Oh, hmm. So it's either kind of like she hasn't told her mom and mom doesn't know, or mom has known for the past, I don't know, two months. And it's just been like one of those, you know, you know, Let's just not talk about it until the time comes. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, but, but congrats to them. That's that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yay! How was your week, yeah. Michelle? Well, it was it was action packed as usual. I, you know, I live a yes. secret life, so people at the office don't know <laughs> that I do all that I do outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they think I'm just, you know, the legal lady, but yeah, in reality, I'm not, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But my yeah. nieces were in town with my sister, two of my four nieces um, from Chicago, and I was just, it was pretty historic for me. I did one post where I was able to bring them to the dojo for the first time. And oh, you know, right I, I get, yeah, I get to teach all, you know, all over the nation and, to eager people that, you know, want to learn the Lua and the Hula and, 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 and their power. But to be able to get my, you know, 10-year-old, my 16-year-old, and my 21-year-old nieces into the dojo together with me alone for the first time was just mm-hmm. really um, profound for me, um, you know, because we don't know how long we're going to be around. And Exactly. So, you know, I, I took a little bit of a video, and, you know, if they get to continue to train with me or they advance, because my 10-year-old niece, she's just natural, and she's looking to take some Don's and Rue in Chicago from a sensei oh, that I'm cool. close with. And, you know, she just has that fire, and I, um, I'd love to, you know, watch her progress from afar and work with her when she gets to come here, which is not very often. So, I'm just excited that I had that time with them because those pictures that I took off of the video and the video, they'll mean uh-huh. something when I'm gone, hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. I felt, I felt mm. the same way when my, uh, when my nieces studied with me. They made it up to the equivalent of, like, orange belt and uh, blue belt, Good. if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. when they were, before they moved away to California. And uh, I still have a lot of pictures of them when they were, like, missing teeth. You know, they were, like, five, six, yeah. seven, eight years old, that kind of thing, you know. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they too were naturals and, uh, and tons of pictures. And I too hope that for them, that it'll mean something when I'm gone. So it's, it's so awesome. Yay. Yeah. Yay, yeah. Yay, yay. <laughs> well, my week was uh, pretty okay. I, I can hear now. I just, you know, I'm finally getting over that nasty ear infection that I've been battling for like oh. almost a month. Oh, good. Yeah, right. I can hear now. The fluid is still in there, sort of. I still kind of hear it like wonking around, but I can hear. And uh, yeah, so that's Did you good. lose your that's balance good. too or what your balance yes. wasn't affected? Yeah, my balance oh, was affected. Because there was this. There was this point where it was really kind of weird because it, it started in October when I got back from Burbank and uh, um, yeah, I felt a little ear pain and I'm like, ah, whatever. Right. But then it got to the point where I went completely deaf and I went, okay, I'm going to go see the doctor. And the doctor goes, oh, you have an ear infection. So <laughs> they gave me amoxicillin and I took that and it started to go away. And then I woke up one morning and my ear felt like somebody was jabbing it and, I'm, and I was deaf again. Ooh. And I'm like, what's going on? So I went back to the doctor and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> it's a good thing you came when you did because if you waited another couple of days, your eardrum would have burst. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. What do we do now? She's oh like, well, my. you know hot compresses and take this and they gave me like rambo type of um, yeah yeah <laughs> type of uh medicine oh, right man. and uh and it started to go away and stuff like that and i can finally hear but yeah the the whole losing my balance thing you know i'm in tai chi class and you know standing on one leg and i'm like whoa what's going on <laughs> i can't keep my balance oh, yeah. <clears throat> which which is funny because i didn't get any uh vertigo i didn't feel dizzy mm-hmm but I couldn't keep my balance. It was, it was so weird. The more I tried to keep my balance, the more I would like, you know, fall over. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? But everything's cool now. So yeah. Oh God. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, let's get going on with this first segment of the show. We're going to start with birthdays. Sifu Bob, who do you have for birthdays? Uh, A friend of the show and a long time friend of mine. Uh, Dennis Thomas Thomas Martin, her birthday is on the 22nd. Dragon Fest originator Gerald Akamora, her his Woo-hoo. birthday is on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Jason Bingham Mencia, his birthday is also on the 23rd. Inductee to the Masters Hall of Fame, Peter Riff Senior, his birthday is on the 24th. And Sensei Albert Urquita, it's his birthday on the 26th this week. Yay! Awesome. Yeah. All right, I've got a, I've got a few for this week. <clears throat> I want to send a birthday shout out to Sifu Michelle Pleasant, originally of Seven Star Women's Kung Fu, and now the head instructor mm-hmm. of Fusion Kung Fu. Her birthday's tomorrow. Also tomorrow, Amanda Zwar, who used to be one of my karate students when I taught karate. Um, and uh, is now one of my uh, Bullwhip students. Uh, her birthday is cool. also tomorrow. Um, another Kajukembo brother, Vincent Gist, also tomorrow. Um, another uh, friend, Brian King. And uh, the mother of one of my uh, previous Tai Chi students who sadly uh, uh, passed away a few years ago. The student, not <laughs> not the mother. Rita Moore, her birthday is also tomorrow. And another student, Kirsten Mayer. So, wow, tomorrow is like a, a birthday full of my students. Wow. 
stuff like that. Um, Tuesday the 22nd, a Dose Paris and FMAA practitioner sister, Amy Kerniger, her birthday's tomorrow. Uh, Jake Kazdal, a former Wushu student, her birthday's tomorrow. Sifu Chen Hui Xian, a Chen style teacher, also tomorrow. And let's look at Wednesday the 23rd. You already said Jason Mancy and Gerald Okamura, uh, but I want to send a shout out to uh, Master David Carmen from the great Northwest over here. Um, and Annette Dong, a uh, previous Tai Chi student of mine. <clears throat> and then on. I, no, Jesus. never mind. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, oh, no, here we go. Gonna, I knew where we're you were going to go. And he can't help himself. <laughs> I knew no. where you were going to go with that. And it's a Chinese name. I oh. know it is. When I, I did this name, <laughs> thing on, and that was my, my Chinese given name. <laughs> yeah. You, you did this last year, too. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, goodness. All right, Thursday the 24th, a a skilled knife maker, a throwing knife maker, and I have uh, several of his throwing knife sets. Randall McNeese, who we affectionately call Bo, his birthday is Thursday the 24th. Uh, Gerald Rivera, also on the 24th. On Friday the 25th, uh, we've got, uh, Bob, did you say David Markarian? Did you say Dave? No? Okay. Uh, no. No. Okay, so David Mark Carrion, and on Saturday, the 26th, you already said Alfred Arquitas. So for, for everyone, having a birthday the week of November 20th through the 26th, this tune is for you. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. Party, party in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to party, party, time to celebrate Happy birthday, everyone. Make it a great birthday week. All right. Well, let's get on to announcements. Uh, Bob, do you have any announcements on your notes there, buddy? <clears throat> Bob? <laughs> Bob? 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 Oh, crap. I muted it. <laughs> Don't worry about muting. I do that. I do that. <laughs> so, do you yeah, have any I announcements? Had my, I had to blow my nose. I didn't want to blow your eardrums out. Yeah, oh but when yeah, when when I mute the mic, no one can hear nothing. So we're good. So, uh, do you have any uh, announcements on yeah, your no side, there, buddy? Nope. No announcements. None. I don't. None. Let me see if I've got. I know it's rare when we don't have announcements, huh? Um, let's see here. Let's see what I got. Uh, let's see, this is all like local, local stuff to Seattle, so it's not gonna, nope, I guess I don't have any announcements other than happy Thanksgiving, and oh, you know, I just want to, I just want to put this out, out there, because I, um, I, uh, 
uh, dealt with this on uh, on Facebook today. Um, <clears throat> apparently, there's a there's something going around called the Secret Sister Gift Exchange. Personally, I think hmm. it's kind of a cool idea, but um, there's an article out that came out on CNN, I think, that said, you know, hey, watch out for the Secret Sister. Uh, gift exchange because it's a scam and it's illegal because it's considered a chain letter and uh, and the reason why it's considered a scam is that apparently some people there was a story about some woman that had um, participated in a like a secret santa book exchange for christmas and she bought and sent out uh, six children's books um, and was expecting at least three or six back through the gift exchange, and it never happened. And she was depending on those for gifts mm. for her kids. And mm. I can see how she was kind of disappointed and hurt in that. However, however, the way I saw it was if you're going to rely on a gift exchange, strangers or whatever, for your children's gifts, that's kind of like – it's taking a gamble because, you know, you're putting your, your name and information out there where, like, maybe thousands of participants might be going. And the way this works, folks, and the reason why I think this lady did not get any gifts for her children is that <clears throat> once you participate, you get information um, of um, the, well, the host gets to pick one person out of the whole list, and they send it to you. And then they send um their own then then they put their own name underneath that so you have two names that come to you plus their mailing uh, mailing address and stuff right and what you're supposed to do is you send a gift to the number one person on the list and then put your name in the number one spot and then the host and, and then you get to um and then you send that information to somebody else right that's not on the list or what that's on the list or whatever and it just keeps going well if you've got like a thousand people on this list and 500 kind of drag their feet then you end up with 500 people that aren't you know you see what i'm saying so i can kind of see mm-hmm. where where it's considered a gamble and i can see where where you know some people might get disappointed and stuff like that however you know, I've, I I got involved with one, and it's uh, amongst only, like, 70 people that I already know. And I figure, hey, this is going to be kind of fun. And it's really mm-hmm. not going to matter if it goes past the holidays, right? I mean, because we're all friends. So, uh, well, all friends or friends of friends, and, you know, you get to meet other people within that group of people that you know, love, and trust. And, you know, I, I thought it was a great idea. So, you know, I'm just putting that out there, you know, uh, to number one, you know, be careful if you participate in the secret Santa things on social media, especially if it's on Twitter with thousands and thousands of people. Be careful because you are putting your personal information and mailing address and stuff like that and setting it out there to maybe complete strangers. However, if you're going to do it and it's between a bunch of your friends that you know, love and trust, then go for it. It's the season, Mm -hmm. a season for giving. All right. So there we go. What about you, Michelle? Do you have any events coming up? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm a bit fried from yesterday. <laughs> I mean, okay. I sat in on that black belt testing board and then, you know, right. I had an interview and then I went to the museum and then met with Kempo Girl. So she's going to do an article 
which is really great. It was, I enjoyed meeting oh, cool. her. Yeah, uh, she's going to call in in a little bit too. She's currently yeah. going through a situation, which is our topic uh, today. But um, oh, okay. I'm ex- I'm excited just to have a couple days off. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to plan the Thanksgiving menu, but you know, after that, it's off to Hawaii um, and wow. to film the documentary of Pieces of Aloha, and because this, you know, 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor there. So I'll be there, and you know, speaking on the Native Hawaiian perspective of the times there through the stories that I've received from family members that have had family members that endured it. And also my Lohe was four. So uh, mm-hmm. I remember stories that, you know, he told me, so I'll be relaying those and um, that should be nice. Uh, and uh, I will, you know, get back to town on the 12th. So mm-hmm. I leave on the 5th. So I, I've got to prepare for that too. <laughs> well, very yeah, cool. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, if there's uh, no announcements, then I guess we can move on to our health news. Oh, shoot. Why is it so loud? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Well, your hearing's my working. Yes, it is. Woo! Yes, yes. That blew my ear- wow, that blew my that blew my eardrums out. All right. <laughs> And I don't, you know, I'm, I'm hearing like really weird music right now that I need to stop. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. So this particular health, it's really not health news, but I guess it could be. It's more like a safety PSA. And this is all about keeping kids safe um, in regards to toys during the holidays. Mm. Now, yearly toy injuries result in around 185,000 visits to the emergency room each year and averaging at around 10 deaths among children under the age of 15. Um, And uh, cuts and bruises were the most common injuries and the head and the face were the most affected areas of the body. And riding toys, especially the non-motorized scooters, were responsible for 45% of the toy-related oh deaths. I know, 45% of toy-related deaths. And uh, <clears throat> this particular report, which uh, comes, comes into me through CNN, comes just in time, folks, because um, Consumer Product Safety Commission spokeswoman Nikki Fleming said, we want consumers to enjoy their time with holiday gifts being a source of joy rather than a source of pain. And the safety commissions, uh, the commission and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, say that they want to keep hazardous toys out of kids' hands and create a safer marketplace for consumers. So uh, because of that, more than 8 million hazardous toy units have been stopped over the past four years, according to the agencies. Uh, now, toys are also recalled for defects that could cause choking or, or pose a risk of any mechanical hazards or fire hazards or injuries. Um, and thankfully, the number of toy recalls has declined from an average of 172 uh, recalls in 2008 to just 24 so far this year because of stricter stand- standards and enforcement. So what can we do as consumers and parents or people that uh, – care for children what can we do to make sure that the holidays are safe well you want to be a good label reader and choose age appropriate toys so don't get that motorized mini bike 
for a five-year-old, okay? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, motorized chains and stuff, keep them away from the little kids, okay? And if you do buy something like a bicycle with training wheels or what have you, a scooter, please include safety gear, helmets, wrist protectors, knee pads, shin pads, whatever you need. Don't just let them, you know, go out there. Now, of course, this is going to, like, make all the people out there that go, hey, I didn't have a helmet when I was a kid. Rah, rah, rah. Kids yeah, are, yeah, exactly. You know, kids are being yeah. wussies and stuff. Suck it up, little kid. You fall down, you fall down. Well, <laughs> you know, but back then, you didn't have social media to learn about all the kids that fell and broke their head and died. So, booyah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now, you also want to use toys in the right environment. Now, a ball in the living room is probably not the right environment as opposed to a playroom. Yeah, I know, right? Mom always said, don't play ball in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's always fun until someone loses an eye, you know? Yeah, right? Or breaks a nose like Marsha Brady. Right, right. All right. Yeah. Um, you also want to watch out for hidden dangers, such as balloons. You want to keep those deflated balloons away from younger children. And definitely get rid of torn balloons because, you know, little kids, they'll put oh, anything yeah. in their mouths. All right. Um, beware of batteries. Now, battery charging should always, always, always be supervised by adults because chargers and adopters and adapters can burn. Um, even the smart chargers that that you know that uh, say that they turn themselves off, you know, uh, those can those can go bad. Um, small batteries are especially dang, dangerous because infants and toddlers can eat them. Um, you know, especially the ones that go in watches because they're the size of M and M's. So, it, and it's mm-hmm. you know pretty easy mm-hmm. for kids. To confuse them with candies. Um, also, you want to pay a close close attention to instructions, especially like if you're going to uh, assemble toys. Don't be that person that says, "Oh, I don't need, I don't need to, you know, read the directions. I put together, mm-hmm. I don't, I put together IKEA furniture." Uh huh. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> read my. the instructions, folks. And last but not least, stay informed on toy recalls. Check your existing toys and see if they've been recalled or broken. So there's uh, my take on how to keep kids safe regarding toys for the holiday season. There you go. All right. So with that said, I think it's time to move on to Weird News. Weird News. What do we have for Weird News there, Bob? This is an interesting one because a, now the, the customers are still being charged for it, but a senator, believe it or not, high-ranking mm-hmm. government official, moonlighted as an Uber driver to drive his constituents around, which is wow. actually really cool, except they were still getting charged the Uber speed. Now, oh, God forbid. I know, right? <laughs> senator Ben Stassi, uh a Republican senator, helped the constituents get around this weekend by moonlighting as a driver for the ride-sharing service Uber. In a series of tweets, Ben Sassi of Nebraska explained his decision to get behind the wheel by saying he works alongside and for the people of the, of the Cornhusker State. He said the money he earned is going to charity 
as a senator, he's not allowed to make any money outside his congressional service. Sasi worked hmm. late Saturday night and found at least a few of his fares had been partying a little too much. He said they were three sheets to the wind, according to one tweet. Now, to you younger people who don't know what that means, he was, what, what do they say now, Michelle? Uh, lit up? Uh, yeah, lit. 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 They are like lit. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. lit. Drunker than a skunk is what I used to use. Drunker than a skunk. (laughs) D-U-I, (laughs) D-W-I. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) If you throw throw up in an Uber, the surcharge can be substantial, he he quipped. But the risk has reward. He says it's a market incentive to get drivers to agree to Saturday night shifts. Now, if you throw up in an Uber or a Lyft, there is a $200 fine, and that all goes to the driver to detail their car. Hmm. Let's see. Wow. Saucy emerged as one of, oh, God, you're probably not going to like this. What's that? Saucy emerged as one of Donald Trump's harshest critics. Oh, no, okay, you may like that. Before the- <laughs> uh, After Trump defeated Democrat Hillary Clinton last week, Saucy congratulated Trump and said he and his family will pray that the billionaire businessman will lead wisely and faithfully, keep his oath to, the, to, a, to a constitution of limited government. But the senator, a former college president who was elected in 2014 with support from the Tea Party, also said, He will do anything he can to hold Trump to promises he made during the campaign. Okay, so I'm going to stop there because there are three paragraphs that goes on about Trump and we don't like the political issues. So I thought it was interesting. He got behind the wheel and drove his constituents around and then donated all his earnings to charity. They did not say what charity, but he donated all his earnings. That's pretty cool, actually. actually. really cool. That is cool. So kudos to him for for doing that. Right on. Very cool. Awesome. All right. And I don't know where my stinger is for <laughs> for entertainment oh, oh. news. Oh my gosh. Oh, here it is. Let's go to entertainment news. Now I don't know if anybody's familiar with this, but we're going to go into a new another Uber subject. Uh, okay. Quite a while ago, in 2015. A Taco Bell executive beat the crap out of an Uber Uber driver because he was too drunk to tell the Uber driver the address where he needed to go. The Uber driver ended the ride and said, get out. Now, I Mm -hmm. saw the video. The Uber driver would be an asshole, flat out. I would have wanted to hit him, too. He was just being a jerk. (laughs) Well, what was he he saying? No, he was just being nasty to this Taco Bell guy. The Taco Bell guy finally gave him the the correct address, and he said, no, I already ended the ride. Get out. Wow. And he he was being a total jerk. Well, in long story short, the Taco Bell employee just got his sentencing. Now, he was making great money at Taco Bell. He was a marketing executive. Uh huh. So he was in the good six figures. 
as mm-hmm. soon as the story broke, because the the driver had a dash cam facing uh-huh. the inside of the car, and everything this guy did was on camera. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that came out, Taco Bell let him go, fired him on the spot, mm-hmm. had security walk him out of the building. Mm-hmm. And he's actually suing Uber and the Uber driver. I don't know what for. I don't know what he's going to get from it. Um. But he just got his <laughs> sentencing. Hmm. He got sentenced 60 days in jail with a, I forgot what they call it. There was a, in, now, you can help me out, Michelle. What is informal probation? Did you say something? Wait, I didn't hear him. He cut out last second. What is, because they they gave the Taco Bell employees 60 days in jail and informal probation. What is informal probation? Well, I mean, it varies for the the crime that you've actually been convicted of. So um, I don't know. It could be where he's restrict he has to use certain oh, it's the same as formal but they're not so watchful he probably doesn't have regular check-ins he just has to informally turn in his paperwork that he's completed certain actions for the restitution mm-hmm. oh so, god okay yeah okay. Okay. he doesn't have like 90 days to do it or whatever okay got it so that that's basically it the guy got sentenced to 90 to six months or no i'm sorry 60 days and uh Informal probation. Mm-hmm. So that's, just kind was actually served. Now nobody, right. even though the Uber driver was a jerk, he did not deserve to get beat. Now what yeah, happened see, was that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, the Taco Bell employee was slapping him and hitting him, pulling his hair, tried to slam him into the car door. The, somehow the Uber driver snaked around, turned, and pepper sprayed his ass. Well. There you go. You know, I, no, 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 <laughs> I'm no. sorry. If I'm driving and someone in the back seat is slapping me upside the head and pulling my hair and stuff like that and blah, 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 and, you know, probably he was being an asshole, too, because he was three sheets to the wind. Um, I would have stopped the car and I would have, like, pulled out that handy, the, the handy, like, retractable baton I have in my door and said, get the hell out, you know. Um, but I mean, you know, assault is assault, you know, he, he just has to, you know, deal with it regardless of words, you know, anyone can call, anyone can be an asshole and yeah, you can want to hit people, but the second you raise your hand, it becomes assault and sorry, Taco Bell dude, you know, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, I think that is it for the, uh, for the. Uh, entertainment, <laughs> entertainment news. I don't know. It's it's been weird for me too because I just gotten into the studio, like with 15 minutes to spare, and I had no time to set up the board the way that I wanted it. <laughs> so I'm just like, where's my buttons? What's going on? So why don't we do this? <clears throat> we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we are going to be talking a little bit about woman-on-woman hate when bullying goes uh, woman-to-woman. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, it, it can be kind of weird because, you know, normally we as women, we think of other women as sisters, right? 
And, you know, sometimes we get kind of uh, shell-shocked and just it's just kind of odd when women become very rude and, and uh, vicious in a way. And, and Michelle, you put it a great way. You called it uh, female cannibalism in a way. Um, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and, well, uh, and it's because it's a, it's a tribe too. You know, we do tend to look at the ones that we click with as sisters, but then right. if someone doesn't like us, they tend to, you know, create their own tribe against one woman or another group. Yeah. It's really clicky. So it yeah. is, it's like one tribe against another tribe at some, you know, some points. Exactly. So. You know, and it's, and, and we see enough of that in martial arts and to, to, to see that within the martial arts community, within the tribe of women, it's, it's, it's kind yes. of wild. So we're going to be talking about that right after our break. So don't go away folks. We'll be right back in about four minutes. High school is a time for figuring things out like finding the square root of X when your ex won't stop texting you, or how to write an essay on 12th night the night before it's due. It's about making friends and making memories. It's about deciding where you fit, where you stand, and what you simply won't stand for. Long after class is dismissed, after you've left the hall and moved on with life, after you've forgotten all the answers to all the tests, you'll remember the day you figured out the kind of person you were going to be. Stand up for someone being bullied, and they'll never forget you. Stand up to bullying. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Heart Truth is a campaign sponsored by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute to raise awareness about heart health. One thing that everyone can do to support heart health is to get moving. Health and fitness expert Dr. Pamela Peake says that small steps can lead to big benefits. Throughout the day, just get up and move more. Park your car in the farthest parking spot. Find any excuse to walk as you live your busy life. The key to heart health is regular physical activity and a balanced diet. I help get my patients educated and motivated to stay active every single day. That's why I'm behind the Heart Truth campaign and those who partnered with it, like Diet Coke. Join them this month as they work to educate, inspire, and motivate by visiting dietcoke.com slash hearttruth. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. 
Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is Tito Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamic dojo radio host at gmail.com or you can also post it on the dynamic dojo facebook page you're listening to the dynamic dojo show with restita and robert your source for martial arts talk radio All righty, and we are back. If you just now tuned in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita and Robert and special guest co-host Michelle Manu. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699 if you want to join today's discussion topic on our Sunday brunch show. And what we're going to be talking about um, is, in a sense, uh, women on women bullying. And uh, this this topic was uh, was suggested to me by Michelle earlier this week, and I thought it was perfect. And uh, Michelle, if you could just uh, kind of tell our listeners a little bit of uh, why you suggested this uh, this topic to me, that would be awesome. Well, it's not a nice topic, and it's not a topic. No, it's not. That it's, no, and it's quite controversial, and people don't really want to. It's not positive, but. I think that it needs to be addressed because, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's cycles and seasons for everything. And it seems like, uh, I don't know why, uh, there's quite a bit of it going on right now. And then it right. will die down and then it will pick up again. Um, spring is also another time where the shorts come out and women start being catty. And, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but if we don't identify it and we don't speak about it, because uh, since the beginning of time, you know, the competitiveness of females, the uh, uh, viewing another female as threatening for whatever reason, but it's confusing for the recipient, the one that right. is being bullied because they didn't, you know, unless she is a mean girl herself and poking at another woman, there's really no rational explanation other than genetics and the way that we're made. And I think that it goes to lack of self-awareness um, and mm-hmm. maybe areas that the bully needs to um, you know, take inventory and identify within herself why another woman is, is um, uh, unconsciously a threat. But when right. it becomes conscious, I think that the bully, ha- you know, we all have responsibilities, genderless, male and female, to understand why a certain per- person rubs us the wrong way. Uh, we all have our intuition tell us that there's something wrong with someone. Our skin starts crawling. That happened to me last night. You know, I mean, we, right. can, we have to pay attention to that. <laughs> so I right. think that, you know, in, in this situation, um, you know, I would just like to, you know, appeal to the bullies that have known, knowingly have been mean to another woman um, mm-hmm. and just ask them to knock it off, you know, and look within yourself and try to find your holes that need to be addressed, filled up, developed. Um, but don't hate other women because there's one or several aspects of another woman that point that out to you. It's not right. that woman's fault. She shouldn't stop living her life. Um, you know, goals and, and aspirations or gain 300 pounds to make you feel comfortable with yourself. So, right. it, you know, as I think this was a really good topic to maybe help women that are dealing with this presently and are uh-huh. just perplexed. They have no idea 
you know, how to maneuver, but yet they feel like they're robbing themselves if they can't be themselves, but they don't know how to respond or if they need to respond and, and how if they do need to respond. And there's plenty of women. We have such wise martial women in the community. And I know that they've dealt with it, you know, whether it's a, a male bully or a female bully. I know we're specifically talking about women today, but how did right. that make them feel? You know, what did they just ignore it? Did it eventually stop? Did they deal with it? Did they go, did they go directly to the, per, the bully? Did they go above the bully? How, how did it work out? And if they can maybe lend some wise word, you know, words of wisdom today, that would be just right. wonderful to provide that support through Dynamic Dojo in addressing this really ugly topic. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, we do have someone on the line, um, a friend of yours. Uh, Kempo girl. Uh, so help me welcome from area code five five nine, Jessalyn. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining I'm us. Sorry, Did I say my your voice name right? Is a little hoarse. Yes, yes. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry if my voice is a little out. I lost it this week. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Teaching the kid, oh, and I know. I'm really glad that you guys are addressing this topic because as another, you know, fellow female in martial arts, it's mm-hmm. just, it's become an epidemic that is just happening way too much. And I really feel um, that the problem we're having that's contributing to it, it's it's a bunch of different variables. But, you know, I think people tend to forget that when you join martial arts, it's not to go out there and be better than every other woman in martial arts, it's right. to improve yourself where you're better than you were the day before. And the right. problem is, is these girls are judging themselves off of someone else's progress. Exactly. And it's not a fair um, assumption to say, well, you know, she's doing this better than me or I'm doing this better because each journey in this is different. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. going to be different for every single one of us. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I praise any woman that goes out and joins martial arts because if you look at the crime statistics, women are at two times a higher rate of being physically attacked than any uh-huh. male. We right. need to be empowering ourselves, um, especially in this day and age. And, you know, we can't do that if we're going to tear each other down. Exactly. Exactly. I I remember years ago, uh, even before Facebook and stuff like that, a gal actually called me out for doing martial arts because she thought that I that, that I wasn't confident in myself and that I needed a, a, an outside medium to bring out the confidence and stuff oh, like that. Exactly. And she's like, well, you know, if you, I don't need martial arts to feel confident about myself. And I said, it's not about necessarily me taking martial arts because I lack self-confidence. <laughs> I'm taking martial arts for yeah. reasons that you don't understand. So, right. and, and, and there was no point in trying to explain it to her. And I'm thinking, really, really, <laughs> what, really? What, 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 what did I do other than walk into this room to get, you know, to get lamb blasted like that. And I just kind of, you know, I just let it roll off my back and whatever, talk in my hand, whatever. And, but, you know, it's, it's stuff like that where, like you said, Michelle, it's like, you know, you know, why do you have to, why, why do these bullies have to call other women out? You know, do they see a threat? Does someone seem a little more confident and they want that? And they just got to call them out and go, oh, you need some, something outside or whatever, you know? 
I really feel that in, instead of, you know, being so judgmental of each other, we need to just be happy for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. hey, if, if let's say you were lacking self-confidence and you felt that this was what you needed to make yourself mm-hmm. feel a little bit more whole and to get that confidence, then what's mm-hmm. wrong with doing martial arts exactly. to do that? There, exactly. You know, and what is it to anyone else anyway? It. What is yeah, it to exactly. any other per- male or female? What the hell we do? It, it's exactly so amazing that. to me that people have opinions on how other people live their life. If they're not, uh, you know, addicted to a substance, they're not being beaten or they're not beating someone or, you know, I, I, what, let people live their lives and make their decisions. I, I don't understand yes. this. It's, I'm sorry, but it's very small town, townish to be in the business of everyone else. Let people live. Let people breathe. It, it, it's none of our place. It's not our place to have an opinion on someone else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, well, and, you know, it's kind of like, for, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. For fellow no, sisters that are in martial arts, mm-hmm. you know, they just, they have to remember that they're, they are there to improve themselves, not to compete mm-hmm. with other people. But I think exactly. the other issue that we have is in many dojos, there's, um, and I've discuss, discussed this with Michelle, there's sometimes an absence of a matriarch of a female, mm-hmm. an older mm-hmm. female that can guide these females through their jealousies that mm-hmm. can address what they're emotionally going through, which will be different than a male. Um, right. And because they don't have any uh, emotional guidance in that way, you know, sometimes it can turn into an unhealthy vent of attacking right. a fellow sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying anything towards any male instructors, you know, uh, but sometimes a female will have different needs um, when they're going through their journey than a male. And I feel right. like we have gone through leaps and bounds mm-hmm. in how females train and, you know, the um, sexism isn't as prevalent anymore in martial mm-hmm. arts can kind of be a contributing factor at times that there's no female there to monitor that bullying because right. all females know how females get with the caddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, been there, done that, you yeah. know, and it's yeah. almost like you need a mother there to say, Hey girls, knock it off. Right. Right. Exactly. That, exactly. Now I, I want to kind of like turn the mic over to, to Bob and get his take on this because, you know, you know, Bob as a man, you know, you, I know you've experienced bullying. Um, I know you, as well as I, have have dealt with the same types of, uh, I guess, uh, catty behavior or whatever, or bullying from other from other people in the martial arts community and and stuff like that. Not directly, but but kind of. Um, you know, what what's your take on this? Because like you know, you had asked, what's the difference between you know dudes bullying each other? and women bullying each other? Um, and that's a good question, and we're going to go ahead and address that, but we kind of want to see what your view is. I mean, does it confuse you that that it's a thing, that uh, this type of bullying amongst women is kind of running rampant? You know, I talked to Michelle last night, and I honestly, as a guy, I did not know this was a thing in yeah. martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it was a thing outside martial arts, Mm-hmm. I thought we were supposed to be helping each other grow, however, within the community. And it sort of surprised me that 
this is actually an issue, actually a problem. Now, I can't say I've been bullied. I have, you know, there's been people that got mad for something I had done or they thought I had done, and they tried to ruin my reputation. And it got shut down rather quickly. Now, the way I dealt with that is I ignored them. Mm-hmm. And they went away. In fact, they moved out of the area. They moved up to Northern California. Mm-hmm. And I waved goodbye as they left. Of course, I wasn't <laughs> waving with all five fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bob, farewell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So how how does because I my my thing was ignore them they'll eventually go away and move on to some other poor sap. How does a woman deal with something like that? They don't. It's well, called the grudge yeah. factor. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But I, you know what, I, I just want to say I think it's really awesome that you're oblivious to this because that just shows that us women really try to deal with it among ourselves and we stay classy and we stay respectful um, and we try to handle it, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that's great that you didn't know it was there, but, you know, I hate to say it, it exists and it's, it's yeah. uh, pretty heavy right you now. What's strange, Michelle, is guys will go to the computer and they will go to texting and they will go to email and they will – uh, Rosie went through this. Somebody said, if you don't unfriend this person or don't talk mm-hmm. to them, I'm going to unfriend you on Facebook. And she's like, good. I don't want a yeah. friend like you anyway. Yeah. It's happened to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm like, goodbye. But the Bob's yeah. goodbye, you know? <laughs> yeah, the Bob's goodbye. Nice. You know, I'm, just from what I've seen, though, I've seen, just from what I've seen, the bullying, you know, that I've seen, um, that can be mean that that happens with guys it it turns into trolling where you know they they follow people all over the net and they you know and they troll on them and it's mm-hmm. you know it turns personal and stuff and it starts mm-hmm. uh, you know if it's a guy you know a lot of you know guy bullying they they start like you know, making comments that are, you know, somewhat emasculating. They'll like, you know, mm-hmm. call you know, call them, you know, fags or whatever and start uh attacking other guys like where it hurts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it where it really like matters in their machismo and stuff like that. And uh and it's and it's just crazy. With women it's a li- it's, with women it's a little bit different, Bob, because it's kinda like, you know, like uh Jessalyn says, it's the grudge factor. And that grudge sometimes can like sit there and fester and it irritation with another woman turns into hate and that mm-hmm. hate turns into viciousness and that viciousness mm-hmm. turns into just nasty, 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 nastiness. And, well, and women and, can be mean. And, yeah. For me, what I have experienced for um, males, um, especially in martial arts is if there is a conflict going on um, in a dojo, it's usually taken care of very quickly because with men, they have this um, mental um, approach of, well, if, if there's an issue, duke it out and take care of it and move on. Right. Um, and so for me with males, I don't really see men in, the, in their own dojos having issues for very long because they duke it out and they get it out of their system and they move on. For mm-hmm. males that are bullying, I see it more in between different dojos. 
that right. where they aren't able to actually, I don't want to use the word have a confrontation, but where they're not in a situation where they have to work it out. It, right. you know, for men in a dojo, they're going to see each other there almost every day. They got to work it out. Right. Um, but with women, the bullying starts in the dojo. And mm-hmm. for women, it doesn't always work for them to have the whole, we'll duke it out and get over it mentality. It doesn't always <laughs> right. work for women. You know, there's yeah. that competition. There, you know, it's that competitive drive between each woman of, oh, I've got to be better than her. And so I think that's why it gets more prevalent with women is because it's not just in between different dojos. It's happening in the dojos. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's, a, that's a good question to, to address also is why do some women feel that they have to, in a sense, compete with other women? I mean, why does someone feel that they have to be better than another woman? What, what, I, I guess what I, I, I want to know in some of our sisters is, you know, why, why, why is it important that they are better than another woman? I, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on, on that? Well, I think it has a lot to do with upbringing, maybe being in a very strict environment where, you know, perfection was uh, demanded, where there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of um, affection that no matter what you did, um, this is getting really personal. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you achieved, um, it, you, it, you still did not get the um, attention, uh, the, ask, the affirming attention that you need. So, you know, you, not just on the mat or in the ring, it, it kind of bleeds into every other area of a woman's life where they go to school and they think they're supposed to know everything in a subject. And it's ridiculous. We go to learn. Right. And it's the same thing in martial arts. Like, just relax. You don't have to be the, the perfect one in the class. There's no one there that you need to impress but yourself. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no one you need to, to actually compete with but yourself. I think other women are really, and even men, you know, they're great markers of what we want to accomplish in ourselves. We want to move towards just even to say a kick. Someone mm-hmm. does a kick better, more force, better form, whatever. And the knee's not bent. You look at that and you go, that's what I want. I want to, I want to do it <clears> like that. That it should be not, I Instead of I hate that guy, I hate that girl. It should be like, wow, I I want to I want to I want to move like that. You know, maybe I should talk to that person and say, how do you do this? Instead of right. uh, viewing it, yeah, as a threat, like I'm less than. It's more like, oh my gosh, he or she can help me achieve this. You know, yeah. one move or mm-hmm. it, it it I don't know. It's it's, it's based <clears throat> on the perception of the of the person that's viewing it. You know, right? Yeah. I exactly. I feel that um, for women they are are looking for a sense of value and mm-hmm. i feel like they are basing their value on someone else's talent not off of what mm-hmm. they've achieved and so mm-hmm. if they look at another person and say wow that person you know example that that woman's kick is so much better than mine you know that jealousy factor comes in um and gets the emotions going because they they feel that that person has a higher value um, right. that they've achieved more. And I feel like women go into this defensive state of, well, her value is more, you know, she's better than me, so I need to bring that down. I need right. to bring her down. And it, it goes into a defensive mode of I'm not being valued here or I'm, you know, the self-worth deteriorates and there's this need right. to, you know, bring themselves back up. 
and they resort to these defensive, you know, countermeasures of, you know, well, you know, have you seen her punches? You know, she mm-hmm. might be able to kick, but have you seen her punches? You know, and mm-hmm. it, it turns into this nasty, unhealthy situation. Yeah. Um, where they need a redirection of the mind. You know, I've I've found, just as an example, I have a five-year-old son who mm-hmm. gets in an, into a tizzy, an emotional state like that, where he hones in on something, and he needs to have that frame of mind redirected. And I mm-hmm. think that's the issue is we have these women that are in that frame of mind of honed in on a target. I need mm-hmm. to take that target out. And there's no one that's really redirecting that mindset. There's mm-hmm. no one staying there and saying, you know, you're going off, you're seeing enemies where there are friends, where there's a right. support group. They're alienating themselves from it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a matter of redirection, really. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, we've got someone else that uh, wants to talk with us, so let's bring this line up. We have area code 818. <laughs> 818, you're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? 818. 818. Area code eight one eight zero two zero two five six. The last four numbers. You're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? Hi, 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 hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Who's this? Yes. Hello, it's me, Hello. lady. Oh, hi, lady. Hi. What are you guys? What are you guys hi, doing lady. over there? caught up with uh, something else and oh, I didn't I see guess. that I was pushing the one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> are, you at the, uh, are you at the dojo? Uh, no, I'm actually right now at uh, Sunny Beast Dojang and doing my paparazzi road warrior thing, taking pictures oh, okay. of all these aspiring uh, actors and actresses to be in a movie, mm-hmm. right? Doing their stunts. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'll be sharing <laughs> some pictures later on. Oh, okay. So and you touched one by accident? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go ahead. You guys, you guys are doing very well, and uh, I'm very amazed about um, Kumu Michelle's words and uh, Camp Girl's uh, awesome encouragement for women out there, you know, and uh, women you. who are being bullied by other women too just have to stand up or ignore them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, lady. I'll let you get back to Shuni. Tell him, uh, uh, tell him that Bob and Rashida say hello and have fun. Yeah, thank you. You too, guys. Okay. Bye, Bye lady. Bye. Bye, lady. Thank you. <laughs> that was funny. Whoa! I'm like, what is going <laughs> I know, on? Right? I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow, what is going on? All right. Bye, um, all right. I want to go back to Bob a little bit. So, you know, Bob, you've heard a little bit about, you know, some some of the reasons why you know women tend to can tend to bully other women and stuff. So you know let's let's look at it from um a, you know a, a man's point of view. You know when guys bully other guys, you know what are some reasons that it happens? You know I mean 
you know, there's got, there's, yes, there's going to be differences, but there's going to be similarities. And that's kind of where, mm-hmm. where I kind of want this discussion to go is that bullying mm-hmm. is bullying. Um, but the difference being is how it's expressed. So what are your thoughts on that, Bob? We, see, we look at it different. We, we, we're not the jealous type saying, wow, look at that guy's punch. Awesome sidekick. I wish I could be like him. Well, screw him. I'm going to talk smack about him because he's better than me. We're not like mm. that. Okay. Uh, most of the time, if, if a guys have, have a problem, it's usually a misunderstanding. Mm. Okay. <laughs> somebody said something or somebody misconstrued something. That's how it was with, with me and this other individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told somebody I don't like what he's doing and left his bat, and all of a sudden he's blasting me all over the place. But mm-hmm. I should have taken heed when I was introduced to this individual. The person who introduced me said, "Be careful with this guy. If you upset him, he'll tr- he'll ruin your reputation throughout the community." Mm-hmm. Well, that should have been my first clue to stay away from this guy completely. But we're right. completely different. We're not the the caddy type. Uh, some people are. I don't like the fact that you got they tried to bully you into unfriending people. You know, right? And you told them to. Go screw themselves, which is great. It's like, right. please, unfriend me. I dare you. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> That's pretty much what, what I said. You know, and I was talking to uh, uh, Clark Tang and his fiance last night, and it was something really interesting was said in my car the other night uh, about women sticking with women. You know that old saying about men that, you know, it, it, the saying sucks and it's so, so uncouth. Rose before hose. Remember that? Oh, right. Yeah. I yeah. Remember that yeah. <laughs> Women have this cool thing because a girl told it to me the other day sisters before misters. Hmm. And I think that's a, classy, <laughs> that's a classy line. And I think that's yep. how, how it should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's actually what I'm in. Try to help yeah, each other out. Try to get better but by viewing. Don't don't get catty about it or. or I mean, and I've seen, and I want to get into about sleeping with the instructors, having an affair in a dojo that your husband also attends. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and that, that, can, that can lead into, well, I don't know if it would be bullying after that, because that would be justified aggression if, if, if the, you know, wife found out or whatever. That wouldn't be considered, that would not be considered bullying in my book. You know, I would call it kind of justified. <laughs> kind of justified. Dude, you messed around with my wife and my dojo. You deserve your ass kicked. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, um, but that that's a complete, but is that a form of bullying? And it could be considered, but, uh, but that would be a different show. Or you know, instructors yeah. <laughs> sleeping around and stuff. Well, yeah, we might mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, we might as well put that up there because everybody knows that Bob and Rusty are always about, always about the controversial subject. Okay, let's um let's go to area code six two three six two three. You're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Hello, this is Maria. I'm calling from the area of Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm I'm listening to your show about bullying. Mm-hmm. Between ladies. And I well, I think that that happens when somebody is envious. There's a lot of envy behind that. A woman that uh-huh. looks really good, and there there is another woman that looks really really bad, and she feels jealous. 
then she just started talking and spreading rumors and saying things that she should not be saying. That's true. Um, I think basically the root is the envy, envy, just envy. Mm-hmm. And um, I had um, something happening to me at work, but it's not out of envy. I don't know. I I was um, I had a an encounter with a supervisor of my supervisor many years ago, and mm-hmm. because I told her that um, she was saying racist things about my client. This is in mm-hmm. Arizona. Arizona, this happens a lot in the in the state government. Um, mm-hmm. She was saying things about my, my client, and after I reviewed what she was saying, she um, did something really bad. Uh, she sent me to a cubicle, and she did not allow me to have contact with my clients when I should be. Whoa. And, and saying, what's going on with you? What's happening with her? Because they, they like me a lot. And mm-hmm. put me away about one, for several days, away in, in a cubicle with, with the public and was torment. So wow. uh, I had to go through the administration and make a complaint about her, mm-hmm. and I was moved to another location. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I the, well the thing is that um, I think that basically when women start talking about other women is that they feel envious. That's it. Right. They they, they wow. So that was a supervisor was being the bully and using that authority. Right, so the head of the head. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they were using yeah. their authority exactly. as a form of their bullying. Wow. Oh, my God. But I have to say that happens a lot in the state government here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, 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 kind of, that's kind of sad, you know, when – you know, because it's one, it's one thing when, you know, you have two women saying, oh, well, you know, she looks better and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, oh, she's a hoe because she's got, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then it's another thing to have a woman in power, mm-hmm. a woman with authority, using that authority to bully other people. That's outrageous. And Absolutely because, outrageous. Because she was the person that said that my client should not be here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he uh, he was a disabled client. How are mm-hmm. you going to be talking about a disabled client whose lawyer actually did not um, did not send his petition to be a resident because of his disability? So the the lawyer also was biased against that. What? <laughs> wow. Wait, back up. So the lawyer didn't send the petition out. Yeah, because, because he, of a disability. I think it was because he knew that the, the lawyer knew that probably the case was not going to be proceeding because of his disability. That's, wow. And with all his family had the papers. All of them got papers except this poor disabled kid. Wow. Oh. I, I, I don't, I, I have no words. I'm just like, I. <laughs> I, that's, I, I'm, I, I, this, I'm, <laughs> I'm just so pissed hearing this. 
<laughs> no, I'm happened. serious. I have no words. I am so pissed off hearing this. You know that Only someone, someone in power. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I am. I'm glad that you that you were transferred out of there. Um, now the the this this person with the disability, are they still in process of trying to get their petition out there, or how is that working out? Because because of one of his his sister that mm-hmm. uh, became a citizen, a naturalized mm-hmm. citizen through her, she could got another lawyer who actually sent the petition the petition for okay him. good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Wow, that's that's so crazy. But I'm I'm glad though that you are free of that bully that you were dealing with, and I'm just so shocked and appalled that someone in authority would use that um, and, against well, you. And later, anyway, I was <clears throat> after that. I I was dismissed because I had another oh. bully. And another bullying uh, supervisor. So it's the mm-hmm. same. I'm sorry for the state of Arizona, but this is the way that things are. Um, yeah. Wow. You were let <laughs> go. Uh-huh, yeah. So, but I have to say this. Women sometimes go against women. They should not be. Right. Uh, they, they should not. Wow. Yes, I'd- Definitely, they shouldn't be going after each other, standing together. I agree. Wow, thank you so much for your uh, for your input, Maria. I'm gonna go ahead and leave your mic on. So if you'd like to, you know, comment on anything else, please do. Okay. Um, okay. It looks like um, it looks like Kumu Michelle's line had dropped, and we're just gonna wait. Oh, there she is. Okay. <laughs> Michelle, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I'm going to label your line again. Uh, you know, I want to say this, um, you know, it's interesting, Maria, thank you for sharing. I actually endured uh, my worst uh, supervisor, direct supervisor was a woman where she, I don't understand why I was hired. She was threatened by me from the beginning um, and just set me up for failure consistently. It was actually a little over a year of absolute hell. And I would oh, give you man. stories, but it's not even worth it. But it's fascinating that, um, you, your story, sh- sharing your story is if you were a man handling that case, would it have turned out differently for that client? Most likely. And so when mm-hmm. you say like, oh, this really doesn't have anything to do with it, it has everything to do with it because that's the root and the core of the issue right there. Other people mm-hmm. suffer in collateral damage because of a root issue. Now, if, you know, mm-hmm. if you were another employee that she liked, you, the client's situation would have ended up differently. And that's the right. problem with it. You know, we mm-hmm. we don't see the ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, it it goes back to that to to, to like that click, uh, click mentality, um, and that like my little tribe mentality. You know, if you don't like somebody, then okay, us versus them. But I like you, therefore, yes, I will. Yeah. Get your client in and stuff like that. You know, I'll do special favors for my circle. You know, that kind of thing. And but to use that kind of authority. <clears throat> especially government authority that yes, that, yes. that completely that's a game changer right there just oh you have no idea i work for the government and i see it right. every day and it's, it's awful awful oh man 
That's it's it's just it's just crazy, absolutely crazy. And Bob, why are you playing Facebook games during this show? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I can't. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm going. Well, Unbelievable. I'm going to be quiet because if I say something stupid. <laughs> well, we're, you're, we're not going to be surprised. And <laughs> Michelle is going to be the first one. And when she said her skin was crawling last night, I had a feeling it was me. <laughs> no, my God, Mr. Sensitive. I'm not bullying you. My goodness. It's not even about you. I don't know who you were talking about, though. That was the funny part. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't oh. talk, Bob. You said something too off color last night, which is not expected. But when you surprise uh. yourself, that's a surprise to all of us. <laughs> I, I told yeah. Russ what I said last night, and she's I like, was, You're kidding. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding, man! Really? You know? Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's a anyway, classic, Bob. Please. It's classic. It, it's classic, but we're not going to even mention it. Um, but Bob, getting back to Bob, though, I mean, you know. Um, so you said that that guys aren't like the envious type. They're not like the the jealous type and stuff like that. Um, and you know, and and as we said, you know, women can be very vicious. Um, guys, like I've noticed, uh, get online and they become trolls and they start, you know, masculinity and stuff. So I mean, do you find that that is like the go-to thing? You know, like women, we 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 don't attack the woman we tend to not attack another woman uh, directly, right? Um, how, right? How would you girls put this, right? We, we, you know, because I've been a, I've been a victim sneaky. of this. We're sneaky. We will grab, we will make ways to where, wherever you go, you got to deal with, with something that will make your life hell. Wherever you go, whoever you talk to, you know, we set it up we can be that vicious. It's kind of weird, right? Um, whereas guys will just attack each other directly. So, you know, what, um, why do you think, Bob, guys are more likely to attack directly as opposed to, do you think it has something to do with how, you know, like in the case of martial arts, do you think it has something to do with the way guys look at fighting in general? I, I think so. I think so. See, women, oh, God, I told you this is why I'm going to get taken down today. No, women, I mean, you, this is, no, you blame it. You, no, I mean, if you say something, it's because you're answering my question. So That's don't right. worry about it. You now, go ahead, Mr. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, women, guys will fight directly because of their view on fighting. Women will tear you down. They will start with your family and make sure your mm-hmm. life is hell. For the mm-hmm. rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because of the way we have to fight. <clears throat> yeah, because of the way we have to fight. Exactly. I mean, and, uh, to be honest, a woman cannot match the physical. I mean, there are rare cases where we can match the physical strength of a man, but over the years, women have learned how to fight not just with physical upfront strength. We've learned to play the game. Around the strength We've had Mm -hmm. to learn To fight the mental And emotional battle And in order to fight those We've learned how to deal out those Strikes because we've taken them At least once in our life Right Right. We learned to go around it To get to your eyeball That's kind of how That's kind of how You know (laughs) We we tend to fight What's that? 
Uh, can I say something? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that women have been trained in a way to be uh, too, I would say, too complacent, and mm-hmm. this is in part, this is in part to <clears throat> the media, to the mm-hmm. movies that train uh, the women to uh, be too soft, to be scared, mm-hmm. to play that. If if they if they see a monster in the movie they start ah, 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 yeah ah, right <laughs> really really hopeless and I well that, yeah it's always the girl that's being chased right I mean right. just <clears throat> so we this is in part I don't know if this is convenient for the media convenient for the society to uh, make women feel that they are like second class citizens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's the women buying into it, too. At some point, we need to know that. Yes. Histor- historically, you know, the strong feminine was the one in charge of all of the, the land-holding titles. They were the ones that were, uh, dis- you know, uh, deemed as divine. And, you know, any mm-hmm. decisions for the tribe or for the people actually went through the women. You know, and as, as laws started being made, they couldn't quantify the divine anymore and that supernatural uh, women's, you know, intuition. And so mm-hmm. they, they made her either a saint or a whore. And, and we're still here. We're still here with, you know, strong women rising up everywhere and changing uh, the way right. of tomboy. I mean, but, but still the general media is, you know, you're this, you're this thin. This is what you do for a living. This is, you know, you're happy if you get a designer purse from your man. This is what you're worth. And yes. it's the weaker women that don't know who they are that buy into that and then are insecure and then they attack other women. So, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's the root of it is not knowing who we are. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also, and I hear a lot of people referring to women with a word starting with B, and you know what is right. that word. And yeah. they, they should not, that's a very despective word against right. women. <clears throat> I mean, a woman should be treated in a different different way, and men are viciously treating and mistreating the women, saying them, uh, that, that's actually verbal abuse, so mistreating them. So right. women also have to have to talk and say, no, stop it. Don't call me the B word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of the W word from wise or right. something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this and goes back to for, us being, you know, bulletproof from the external, knowing ourselves so well, being confident, knowing that we're doing our best every day and what we're worth, then we're not really sensitive to these stupid words anymore because they have no effect mm-hmm. on us. You know, and that's yeah. where ultimately we need to get to. Yeah. Right. Well, for me, I, um, when I, you know, as an example, when I go to sparring at our dojo, um, I walk in realizing I'm not just learning how to throw a punch. I'm learning how to take a hit. Um, right. When I'm on the mat and I'm training, I feel like I'm learning the difference from when I need to fight and defend myself and from when I need to just walk away. And I think right. sometimes with with us women is we need to learn when this whole encounter of a bullying situation is going on. Is this something that we need to attack or mm-hmm. is this something that we need to just walk <clears throat> away from? 
Right. Um, it's like a technique, right? If a punch is coming yeah. your way with a follow-up kick, what are you, you going to stand there and take it? Are you going to Are you going to get out of the way? Are you going to angle? Are you going to angle and counter? Are you just going to pummel? Right. It, it, it's it, life is a technique, and each situation is here to teach us. You know, instead mm-hmm. of hating the bully, we just need to feel like you know, Jesslyn, you say you feel sorry for your current bully. You know, I, I get yeah. it. You know, it, it's it, what a horrible place to be. Um, but we need to decide what we need to do. You know, and be prepared. So right. it's looking at it like it's a technique. You know, if she throws this, do I need to respond? Um, how do I respond? How far am I going to take it? What's the collateral damage? Right. You know, will this, what is my class and, and respect that I want to deal with publicly? And, and, and knowing that you put your head down on your pillow every night, knowing that you didn't turn into the bully in response. Right. Um, Good one. I like that. Life is a martial art technique. I like that. <laughs> I do. All right, let's take it's another. True. Let's take another. It is true. Let's take another phone call. Um, we've got area code five four zero five four zero. You're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Hi, Rusty. Hi. It's Pete. How are you? Hey, Pete. <laughs> You're actually calling. <laughs> let's, hope I can get, let's hope I can keep the line open. Yay, okay. Pete. Yay, we've got Pete. How you doing, bro? Pretty good. That's good. Topic. I think it part is. of it, it's innate. <laughs> it's just, it's a genetic thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a comparing out. I've, I've seen a lot of it, both in various dojos and in certain topics that I teach outside of dojos that are related, and... Mm-hmm. It's it's a tough one. I've seen people come in, ladies, and just start doing whatever it is, basic motion, and going through their kicks and their after the first round textbook perfect. And mm-hmm. you just kind of hear this <laughs> go around the room. Uh-huh. And what what they don't understand is. For example, this particular lady had a significant background in dance. Mm-hmm. So all she really has to do is learn how to move in a different direction. So she's doing right. flawless kicks, flawless punches. There might not be any power. This is like a first-time experience, but there's an immediate, almost universal, you know, response to it of, mm-hmm. Jealousy, envy, whatever it happens to be. It's just simply the woman has enough control over her body that once she learned it, she could replicate it. Doesn't mean she had full power hits, full power kicks, or anything else. She did her first couple forms that were pretty darn impressive, and there were a lot of people upset about them. Not to mention Mm -hmm. she was a little attractive. Right. Right. You know, if. it, it, it oh, doesn't go ahead. matter. What is what you are focusing on, what Michelle is focusing on, I would imagine what Temple Girl and everybody else that's listening is focusing on is should, and should be is empowerment. Yeah. It doesn't Definitely. matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You want them to strive to improve themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's <clears throat> critical. You know, I see it Say, for example, in my certain endeavors you're familiar with where I have mm-hmm. to teach somebody to draw and shoot. Right. And I will spend two to three times 
the amount of focal point attention and instruction with a lady over a man simply because mm-hmm. they want to learn and they don't shut down. There right. is no preconceived John Wayne type BS <laughs> that bang, bang. Oh, I, I'm a man, <laughs> I can do it. No, it ain't right. the case. And mm-hmm. my goal is to do exactly the opposite. Give them skill sets to empower them if, like a fire extinguisher, they ever need those particular skill sets. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, why it, you are an incredible instructor because there's like, you know, right. I mean, to be for, for any instructor to be able to recognize that, that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that guys tend to not all. So, you know, guys out there that are listening, don't get on my case and start bullying me because it's, I'm not being sexist here, you know, for, for <laughs> you to be able to, for you to be able to realize that some guys tend to look at stuff like, Oh, well, this is shooting. I, I can I can do this, and oh, mm-hmm. I made a mistake. Crap, crap, you know, and get down on themselves by making mistakes in a relatively male activity, whereas women, you know, want to learn and will pay attention to technique. For you to be able to recognize that is the mark of a great instructor. Mm-hmm. So, it's just that. Our, our entire purpose is to teach. Right. And it it doesn't matter who they are, what they look like, anything else. We want to give them the best of our ability passed on to them, and then they learn through experience what works and what does not work. Correct. And, you know, any group, you mentioned micro clicks and clicks and everything else, and that's that's a significant contribution. Somebody Mm -hmm. comes in, it's, you know, Johnny Cumley or, you know, Juanita come lately or however you want to word it, and uh-huh. she's doing a better job, maybe she's giving more time to what she's trying to do. Uh-huh. And it's, it's individual. You, 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 we all grow and expand at our own rate. That's we can go right. We go slowly, and that's just a matter of what it is. And uh-huh. yeah. it, realistically, you know, we try to get around it with anybody, with men, with women, doesn't mm. matter. Right. Yeah. And simply do the best of our ability and empower other people, regardless of their sex, to mm-hmm. perform to the best of their ability and plant that seed that you can do it. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, you oh, know, and that's, that I was discussing this with Michelle. The corn takes hundreds of years to both plants. Right. Jesslyn, mm-hmm. yeah. again, please. I, I I was discussing this with uh, Michelle recently, and it really comes back to what you were saying um, as being an instructor. You know, my goal when I started Kempo was not to become a black belt. I wanted to become a Sifu. I wanted to be mm-hmm. an instructor. And I've mm-hmm. always looked at um, <clears throat> these instances where I've had to deal with um, a hostile female um, as this is obviously a student that is struggling. There's obviously mm-hmm. an issue here. And right. as an instructor, how would I address this? Because those are the the women that are struggling with these issues of being a bully. They're the ones that are not succeeding, and there's obviously a problem going on. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's always, for me, it's been a matter it, it's always been a matter of two things when I'm addressing a female bully. My instructor gave me, I feel, some of the best advice 
when dealing with anyone, not just women, but anyone. He said, mm-hmm. every person you meet is going to teach you either one of two valuable lessons. It's how to be or how not to be. Mm-hmm. And so every time that I have a situation that's going on with a female where, you know, there's some hostility or even with another male that's jealous of my abilities as a female, that happens as well. Um, that's mm-hmm. intimidated by a female with, with so much empowerment. Um, right. I always look at it as they're showing me how to not be, which helps me get through that whole situation. But then it gives me the redirection to look at it as, now, as an instructor, if I had a student that was struggling with that, how would I address it so that I can change and stop this behavior in the future? Because mm-hmm. that's, exactly. in, in the end, there's going, there's going to always be issues. It's, we're not going to be able, I, I have accepted that there will always be women that, you know, have a, are a little green that, you know, are, have issues and everything. Um, it's, it's an emotion that women are going to have and struggle with mm-hmm. and some men are going to have. I think the issue we have to address is how do we address the women that are having those issues and how, how do we help them? Because that's, yeah. as I told Michelle, I've, I've dealt with some recent female bullying um, and I've, I've, I feel bad for them to be in such an unhealthy mental state that they feel the need to attack their support group instead right. of look for empowerment there. Exactly. Well, I, I do worse than that, feel Jocelyn. bad for these women. Yeah, you feel bad, but at the same time, you're being attacked. And also, there's gossip going on. Yeah. See, women don't just attack the target. They also you yeah. know, go behind, like, you know, Rosita, you said you go around to get to the eyes. I mean, this is what's happening right. now. This individual is gossiping about you in the community, and how do you handle that? You know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and and at that point, it it it's it, it is different. Like when the gossip gets around, because you know, just like on social media, a lot of people believe everything they see on social media. Oh yeah, right. you know, and because it's on the internet, you know what I mean? And well, that's uh, true. true. Yeah, it must be true. And, you know, and if it, and then if it starts like damaging your reputation or how people look at you as a human being, then, you know, then it's like now it's going a little too far. And that's when the, that's what we mean, Bob, when when we say, you know, we learn to go around things to get mm-hmm. to the eyes, that kind of thing. And when you're blinded, it's hard to fight. Right. It's kind of the same thing right. when your reputation is shot. When your reputation is shot, it's hard to fight. Um but uh, but that's a it's a good question that Jesslyn posed. You know, what can we do as women and men and instructors to help other women find that empowerment so they too don't turn into a bully? Um, now, here's you know, it's been um, it, it can be suggested that we use compassion and empathy with the bullies to get them to realize, hey, you know, I get it. I get it, you know, and to distract them from from their current behavior. What, are, what are your guys? Yeah. Well, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Hello. Oh. Hello. <clears throat> what are your guys' thoughts on that? Hello. 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 Okay. Hello. Um, can you hear me? I'm the, well. Um, yes. What I'm thinking is uh, after. I went through all that, 
um, mm-hmm. uh, with the buses, the wind buses, I realized that I should be working in a place that has the same philosophy I have. Mm-hmm. And if you work with somebody, first you need to investigate, research, do a lot of research about what are the values of that company. If mm-hmm. those values align with your own values, that's it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, being being I, I, in a I, being I, in a what's that? You know, Bob? I get that. I get what you're saying, but in an essence, and I want to put that out to Michelle as well, of course. Wouldn't that be giving? And you have to treat every individual in a different situation, meaning yeah, you right. have to treat it differently, right? But right, right. Giving them and saying, "I get it," isn't that a little bit empowering to the bully? It depends on the person. It depends on the bully. Like you said, exactly like you said. You mm. know, I mean, if someone's going to be pounding my face in, <laughs> then I'm not going to be like, "Oh, hey, I get it." You, you know, I'm going to be compassionate for you. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to defend myself. You're uh, but fight, it, right? Right, exactly. But it it kind of depends on on the type of bullying, right? And you know, huh? and I'd like to say that you know that most women, I'd like to say that we you know, can look beyond the mask of aggression and see what's yeah. going on behind, right? That we can, that we can be intuitive to that. that you know, I'd like, I'd like to say that, that, that most of us can do that, to look behind the mask of aggression and, and bullying and cattiness and stuff like that. Um, and depending on the situation, you know, I, you know, I think that empathy and compassion, you know, could be something, but it's not going to, it's probably not going to work with everybody. No, but it's also, but it's very good though. I mean, the way you said that, I think that first we need to get over being attacked. You know, I think initially, especially if you're a confident woman, you're like, what the hell is going on here? Right. What? What? I didn't do anything. And you get angry and then you get disappointed and you go through all that spectrum of emotions. And once you're able to let that go, then you can get to that place of compassion and empathy. And, you know, like I'm the only female in my group for 35 years. I deal with it with the guys, but it's not woman on woman because I'm the only woman. But I do deal with it with the community. There's women stalking my Facebook all the time, making comments. Um, You know, I'm I'm, I'm apparently, uh, this is going to sound really silly, but I'm going to mention it. Within the last five months, I'm apparently the reason why two marriages have broken up. I, I, don't, I don't get it. What? I don't know how I'm, I, yeah, I don't know how I'm related to that. So, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Well, clearly they've had issues. It's not about me. It's just someone's wives targeting me. I don't get it. Yeah. And so, I mean, see, so like Rosita, you said, it depends on the situation. This is not in my halal. I don't care. So this community, yeah. if it's a full on assault, then I'll handle it. But if it's not, yeah. I just ignore because I could care less. If it's not me, they're going to target someone else. Eventually that energy yeah. of I hate Michelle Manu, I want to see her crash and burn, is eventually going to die out and someone else yeah. is going to get their attention and they're going to hate them. And I don't wish that on yeah. another woman. But, you know, just to, to even address it sometimes, just, you know, they're like, oh, good, she responded. I'm going to show her. No, I'm not even going to respond. I'm just going to, I'm going to angle out of the way and let you fight right past me. I'm not even going to respond right. to that technique. Exactly. So it depends. Yeah, yeah, it does. Can we talk about the different types of bullying as well? Because you know, a lot of them think it's face to face, which Maria dealt, had to deal with. But then there's cyber and there's the stalking. What what 
medias of bullying do women have to deal with on a daily basis? Oh, everything you can imagine. I mean, from in person to a perfect stranger, you know, where women are just absolutely horrible to one another, to the workplace, um, you know, at 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 a social event, and then, of course, social media. Yeah, definitely. Especially social media because it's public. Yeah. And, right. you know, and, and, and a lot of times, you know, it's, it's common for any bully to, to, to use social media because of the public venue that it is, because it gives them that power. Look at me, you know, uh, yeah. you know, listen to what I have to say and you got to believe what I say and, and thousands upon millions upon millions of people can read your stuff. Well, and this is what I don't get, Rusty, is why are these people so weak-minded that they believe this silly, nonsensical crap <laughs> that people are feeding them? You know, it, 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 I mean, I've it, been friends for a long time now, and you know if somebody says something, I'm going to give somebody the benefit of the doubt until they screw me. And then right, right. I'll the gloves are off, right? Why right. is that? That is always perplexed me. Why do you believe oh, yeah. human behaviors? You know, yeah, it's human behaviors. Well, I mean, it's always going to be there. It's human behavior and and people sticking with what they feel is truth, right? So, if you know, like I don't know, like for example, if uh, if if somebody's marriage did ind- indeed break up, you know, because ooh, Michelle's out there or whatever, it's because the wife believes somehow that. Like right. her husband, and she wanted to put the blame cheap. on something because it's and not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about fulfilling a prophecy. That's that's exactly right. it. Right. You know, it's about fulfilling a prophecy, and if you fulfill a prophecy, you feel good about yourself. It's it's a weird, weird. Oh, it's, it's self sabotage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's self sabotage. I've had several students. So you bring that were your like worst that. nightmare to manifest itself. You know, I, I'm not going to stop communicating with other male martial artist instructors. If they reach yeah. out to me once every four months to say, hey, Michelle, I, you know, I, I, this woman has this emotional issue. She has this past trauma. How do I deal with that in training her? Or, you know what? This punch, she's just not coming through with all of her power. Is there a hula move that you can send me on video that might be able to help her with the flow of motion and release of power? You better believe I'm going to respond. I am not going to leave these guys hanging. And and if their wives stalking my Facebook page and reading her husband's messages, there is nothing sexual. There is no affair happening. There is nothing that I've done but be myself and continue, ironically, to help the woman race. And that is just what I'm going to continue to do. So if I break up 12 more marriages because of this, I will not stop helping women just because other women have issues with it. I'm not the problem and I'm not the answer. So they can look inside themselves and hire professional help. Right. And stop giving their man trouble. Stop giving your guy trouble. This is not fair. Yeah. Right. Amen. Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) That was awesome. That was awesome. I apologize. I had a moment on radio. Oh my god, that was awesome. Michelle, tell us how you really feel. No, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Next time, I don't feel like it right now. Yeah, don't be holding back now. Don't be holding back. No, hey, you know, you can count on me for certain things, right? I just, you know, it just gets under my skin. That's why this topic is just really 
pisses me yeah. off, frankly. I'm so tired of it, you know? I, you know, and so, so am I. I mean, it's like, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing where, you know, you see, you know, the junk on Facebook about politics, but now you've got people that are attacking, like, the first ladies just because, oh, I don't like her, therefore I'm going to talk so shit about I'm going I'm to talk shit about her clothes. You know what I mean? It's like, really? I know. You know? Right? You just saw that yeah. post, right? It's kind of like, really? You're really going to make fun of Michelle Obama's stuff as if a low-necked, cleavage-bearing dress would be more appropriate for a pending, you know, first lady? Come on. You know, ridiculous. it's kind of like ridiculous. And women are posting this all over the place. Well, you know, long live the pants think... suit. I've got plenty of them. There you I, go. I think the issue the with the... Yes, I think do. the issue yeah. with the Facebook media is that they feel safe. It's not a yeah, yeah, yeah. confrontation. And, the, and that's what it is, is. These girls aren't saying it to you in the dojo in your face because they know it's going to happen. Yeah, they're, they're going well, the indirect way around where you know they think it's not going to affect them. They feel safe. Exactly. How many times have you guys met a, a person that was talking back on the Internet? They won't even look you in the in the eyes. Right. Oh, yeah. that happened right. last night. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. But see, she's part of the community. She means nothing to me. So she can continue and hate. But you know, I have a guy too, no matter what I post, he contacts the people that I tag and ask to be inducted in the same hall of fame to uh, be in the same projects. And it's quite fascinating to me. So when Russ, you're saying you're they're trolling, absolutely. They do it behind the scenes, but duh, circumstantial evidence will show you that it's happening because people right? tell me so-and-so wow. contacted me. Do you know him? Wow. Really? So oh. somebody is trying to get in the same projects and halls of fame as you. What's the yeah, point? It's a, gen- it's a man. That's the hysterical part. What's the, what? what? <laughs> Sorry. I find that like really hilarious on the man's point there. I'm like, what is the Right. What? Right. What what's the point? I mean, it's kind of like really. I mean, okay, so you know, we can look at it this way. He's either a very ardent fan of yours and wants to be everywhere you are, or he just wants to like you know always be around to be able to get dirt on you or something. Well, either he's way, on my he's on my cloak tail is what he is. I I think that because of uh, relationships oh. within my halal, he wants to be ranked the same and um, viewed oh. in the same stature. So that's my opinion on it. So, you know, oh. you go for it, buddy. You go for it. Have wow. fun. Wow. <laughs> Coattails. I'm not going to stop posting. I'm not going to stop tagging people. And I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. So, yeah. Exactly. Have fun with that. Wow. Wow. But the, and this, wow. this is kind of off topic. This is off topic, but I remember a few months ago someone uh, someone asked, how do I get into this? How do, how do I get inducted into the into this hall of fame or whatever. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, really, <laughs> really, you, really, you know, <laughs> you're searching out halls of fame to be inducted into. I get what that the every hell? Year. What yeah. the hell? You know, it's kind of like some people that ask me how they can induct this person into the hall of fame. And, and it's them. The email header has the person that they're inquiring about his name on it. Yeah, so it's them. Trying to disguise themselves. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> just 
yeah, I just went off topic there, but you, what you said reminded me. I was just like, really, you're gonna, you're gonna, in, you're, you're gonna nominate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of that goes on. That goes on, and that goes back to the, you know, the insecurity in both, you know, right. genders. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. just incredible. Now we've only got about ten ten minutes um, to our show. So um, let's um, let's discuss a little bit more of what Bob was talking about. Uh, we we mentioned social media, we mentioned uh, bullying based face on uh, yeah face to face. We we mentioned bullying that uh, is based on self sabotage, basically. You know, to fulfill one's own prophe- prophecy, you have to like place the quote unquote tr- their truth onto somebody else and, and start hating that person, right? Um, what else do we got? We've got um, uh, oh, we've got uh, getting other other people onto your side of the line by telling whatever lies or misconstrued truths or whatever, right? So that way people are on your side. Uh, that happens with both men and women, by the way. But women tend yep. to do it a, a bit more. Um, and uh, I can't think of anything else. But regardless. Well, Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Regardless, I was gonna say, regardless of the of the the means and the ways that women bully other women, or just bullying in general. You know, we could just call it bullying in general. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 just it just makes the bully look that much more insecure, especially at what lengths that they have to go to to. Uh-huh. To to make their bully behavior um, evident, you know. I mean, like, like so many lies and and this and that and the other. I mean, there comes a point, bullies, where you're gonna not be able to keep track of all the lies that you've told just to get people mm-hmm. on your side, and Correct. you're gonna slip and you're gonna look stupid. And then guess what? You know, people are gonna be pointing their fingers at you. So. You know, you don't want to get your fingers pointed. If you don't want to get fingers pointed at you, then don't point at other people, period. Right. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Anyway, that was yeah. my say. Yes. Maria, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Uh, you've been a very, and I really appreciate you calling in. You've been a very valuable part yes. of this discussion today. Yes. Have you been bullied in any other media other than a face-to-face confrontation with your former supervisor? No, I have not been, not yet. Not yet. Well, hopefully you never will be because it gets pretty ugly out there. Yeah. And I've been been bullied in the workplace where it almost came to blows. I I finally, when my boss was doing it and making uh, making comments, I told him to stop and he said he wouldn't. I, I just said, why don't you Google my name? Maybe it'll stop. (laughs) See, but if a woman was to say that like if i was to say that they'd be like oh she's threatening me you know she's threatening me and she's a stuck-up bitch yeah 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 anytime you say look me up or google me you become a stuck-up bitch if a guy does it yeah it seems it's like oh hey cool more of a warning right right exactly but you know, but um, in the 10 minutes that we have, I'd like for um, each of us to just kind of give some closing words out there to women that are being bullied, that are dealing with a bullying behavior, um, and also maybe a word to uh, a word to bullies. So why don't we go ahead and start with Michelle? 
Okay. Um, you know, I kind of have a little bit of a checklist here because everything we do is, you know, a mental process. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think once you're confronted with a, a bullying situation to really spend some quiet time and go through those emotions that you feel, and it's going to range from a lot and even a pre- you know, the internal predator might come up and tell you that you deserve this, that, you know, you should tone it down, that you should, you should apologize. And I just tell that predator, shut up to actually mm-hmm. go through those emotions, let go of each one, sit in it, feel it, let it go, know that it's not benefiting you. Then find mm-hmm. healthy ways to cope. You know, don't put you don't don't keep checking on what that person's doing. Don't become obsessed because it really doesn't matter. And it's not bringing your energy level up. It's distracting you from what you want to do and the energetic level that you want to operate in. So mm-hmm. from there you either disengage entirely or you stand up and you address it. And you know how you do that is either letting other people know like this is this you know quietly this is going on or you do a general post if it's necessary and just say I have a situation you either name or not name that person um you know if it's so bad then you get the authorities involved um Mm -hmm. uh, block them do whatever you can if it's social um you know and then recognize what's controllable and what's not I mean we we try to minimize damage and I understand that we're martial artists so you know we're always thinking ahead and planning ahead and you know if you punches I do this it's the same in life so Mm -hmm. know that you can't don't waste energy in trying to control the other person uh, but just stand your ground continue to do what you do uh, be confident, uh, be grateful for the situation because most likely it will put your feet into cement and, and who you are, where you're going and what you want to do. It, these mm-hmm. types of situations tend to make us stronger. Um, right. So, you know, be confident, fight for what you want, not literally, but, you know, solidify it in your mind, heart and spirit where you're going and don't let anyone distract you off your path. So stand tall and keep moving. And th- that's, those are my closing words. Amen. I'll give that a round of applause right there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You Jessalyn. love me. They love me. I'm just kidding. They love We love you. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what are some wise words that you'd like to give women out there? Jessalyn? I, um, yes. I, to be, you know, to, to hit home, um, you know, my instructor is always reminding me when I'm dealing with bullies is, um, you have to remember that you are not seeking these women's approval. Um, yes. You're in this to improve yourself, um, to be better than you were the day before. And no matter how much they may try to critique you um, and bring you down, in the end, their opinion isn't the one that matters. It's it's mm-hmm. your opinion because you're mm-hmm. developing this the self-worth and self-value um, in this journey. And, you know, you're never going to be able to control these women. Um, you can only control yourself and how mm-hmm. you allow them to manipulate. Don't mm-hmm. let them discourage you. Continue the journey. Do what, what you are meant to do. And, and don't let it get to you. Um, mm-hmm. I know it can come out as being discouraging at times. But, you know, we in the martial arts are learning how to take hits and how to give them out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, every person I know that takes martial arts, you know, it's not just about self-defense. It's applied in everyday life. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, unfortunately, we have to deal with in everyday life. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, 
take it as an example of this is how I don't want to be. I want exactly. to be the change. I don't want to be like this. And right. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with just walking away from the confrontation. Yeah. I realize that in some situations there's slander and there's a reputation that's put on the line. Um, but you have to remember in the end, you are not seeking their approval. Their opinion right. isn't the one that matters. It's yours that matters. If you mm-hmm. feel you're doing what you need to do, then continue to do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What about you, Maria? Do you have any uh, advice for women out there that are dealing with bullies? I would say confront the bullies. Sincerely, confront the bullies and try try to be um, good with them and tell them, uh, please stop this bullying. And if it doesn't resolve the situation, the person continues, then you um, talk to the proper authorities about. Um, but feel good about yourself and do other things uh, mm-hmm. besides, I mean, think of other things besides uh, uh, that situation. And mm-hmm. go work <clears throat> with life. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Awesome advice. Awesome advice. What about you, Brother Pete? Well, I'm Any kind of scared to speak. <laughs> what was that? He's what like, I'm, kind said, of I'm kind of scared to speak after Michelle's rant. Was that fair, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I'll answer everything yes, dear. I think you three ladies have summed it up very well. It's a matter of following your path, and you're following your mm-hmm. path. And not mm-hmm. to be disturbed by other people. You just move on, and you've got to get past it. And right. it's, it's kind of, I hate to say it because everyone's been so diplomatic, but realistically, some people need an old-school smackdown where you walk in that's the other true. Door, you know, Right, that's true. And let them learn to experience Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, That's and unfortunately true. can't do it when it goes cyber. You can't do that stuff. And yeah. it's, it's just a matter of having a very good, strong network of people who are going to say, oh, that's crap, and you don't know what you're talking about, and that's, you know, no way did that ever happen. And, right. you know, basically having your back of your six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Wise advice. That's really, you've, got to, you've got to have the support network and, you go through patches where people are bullying and for whatever reason you become a target and you just, mm. so what? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's in the words of Melton Met back in the 80s, the only thing separating is the dare. Right. You know, and in this right. case, it's, excited, it's, it's, it's basically excited electrons. Right. Right. And people are putting stuff out and they're not thinking about the consequences for what they're doing. And realistically, the truth is going to come out. It, yeah, you know, exactly. People are, exactly. People, people yeah. are going to figure it out over time and you just walk away from it. And if you can't walk away from it, well, I don't have any doubts what y'all can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people just don't understand that typewritten words are just so easy to put out there. Rather mm-hmm. than dealing with someone eye to eye. Um, and in closing, we've got about three minutes. I'm going to get to Bob here in a second. Um, I'll just add on to all this. Um, you know, we're all 
in charge of our own lives, men and women. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, just like what everyone else said, you know, just stand up and keep keep doing what you believe in because you are in charge of your own life. But I'd like to apply that to the bullies as well. You are in charge of your own life. And because of that, you have to also understand that other people are. So if you're bothered by something that someone else had done or said, well, you're in charge of your life. You know, you're in charge of of dealing with that irritativeness. You're in charge of that. You're in charge of making those choices to bully other people and to cause harm, emotional harm or even physical harm to other people. And is that a choice you want to make? So be in charge of your lives, folks. All right, Bob, last but not least, what are your, what are your last thoughts? Last but not least, I'll make it brief. Every, every, all, all the ladies on here were very eloquent in what they said. Uh, just remember, you are number one, and you have to treat everybody else like number two. Number two, that eloquent. could be taken several ways. <laughs> yes. You're number two. <laughs> now think about who said it and then take it that way. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Jessalyn. Jessalyn's called her off, but thank you, Kempo Girl. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Thank Pete. you. Thank you, everybody, for for joining in on this conversation and uh, really um, making this conversation something that hopefully will help other women uh, deal with the bullies that they're dealing with. So um, Mm -hmm. until next, well, I don't know about if there's going to be a show next week because it is Thanksgiving weekend. So have a safe and fun Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, Our best to all your family. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.